happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording from the home bunker. Folks, happy Monday. Um, and for those of you who celebrated uh, Rosh Hashanah, Shana Toba, and Happy New Year to all of you, I hope that you had a good holiday weekend. You know, folks, in thinking about just the next couple of months of this year, and, you know, there are all of these memes that go around in September that are like, there are four months left of, you know, 2023, and like, what are you going to do with yourself? And there's always this pressure to somehow finish the year, you know, on top, whatever that on top means for you. And I'm really working these days to reformulate and reimagine what it means for me to be able to finish out a year or, as in the Rosh Hashanah tradition, start a new year. And it isn't about how much you accomplish, how many things you've checked off, how productive you have been, how you know, great you have performed. It's for me these days, the question is, how is my body feeling? How is my mind feeling? How is my spirit feeling? And what success is looking like for me is being able to wake up each day and end each day with a sense of ease, right? It doesn't mean that the day was easy. It doesn't mean that there weren't any obstacles that showed up, but it is about the nimbleness and the ability to kind of move in flow and be able to operate in a way that centers peace and ease and joy. And, you know, it used to be that when I was racing towards the end of the year, I wanted to be able to post on social and list off all of my accomplishments and look at me Aren't I hashtag badass, hashtag hustler, hashtag, you know, grinding. And I just don't have the energy for that shit anymore. I don't know about y'all, but I really just don't. And maybe it is, you know, age. Maybe it is the fact that 
everywhere that you look, you know, people are losing their lives in the tens of thousands in an instant, in a blink of an eye, in one illness, in one, you know, catastrophic climate disaster, in, you know, a moment. And so just this idea of racing towards something, I just don't know what the point of it is, right? Except to feed into this capitalistic, greedy beast that is never satiated. And the other day I posted this awful interview that Tim Grunner did, this billionaire, Australian billionaire, basically talking about the fact that pain and suffering need to happen so that people understand who's in power, that it's not the workers, it's the employers and all of these things. And I'm just like, this world is filled with a lot of evil, a lot of bad people. And I don't want to stress myself out in a way that makes disease, right? Disease, disease, take hold of my mind, my body, and my spirit. And so, you know, as we change seasons, and if you're listening to this and you're, you know, in the Northern Hemisphere and we're, you know, shifting seasons and things are getting cooler, I mean, I just use it as an opportunity to really begin to ground and connect with myself and kind of prepare, right, for those winter months. Um, Who even knows? Will it actually be winter? We have no fucking idea. But I do know that mentally, I don't want to end the year exhausted. I don't want to end the year, you know, feeling like I need to sleep for the month of December in order to work up the energy to even tackle 2024. And so I just encourage you as we are, you know, changing seasons this week and moving, you know, towards the end of this year that you start to take real stock over how you were feeling and ask yourself, how is my spirit feeling? And if it isn't feeling good, right, then what are some things that you can do to help aid in that? And if that means tuning out of the hate spin and, you know, and tuning in to people who need your love and care and attention, whether that's a pet, a child, a plant, do so, do so. But I, I want to encourage all of us to be checking in, you know, with ourselves every day, every day, every week, because this is the only vessel we got. Coming up next, my conversation with our friend, our in-house doctor, Dr. Jonathan Metzel. Folks, you know that whenever we have the time and opportunity to speak with our in-house doctor, Dr. Jonathan Metzel, we are always pleased to do so. Um, I want to bring it to everyone's attention right now that I'm certain that you've all received the alerts from the New York Times and other outlets that tell us that um, the vaccines, the latest boosters for COVID, um, have been approved and are beginning to be rolled out. And, um, you know, I am somebody who believes in vaccines, believes in science, and will be getting uh, the booster when it is available in my area, which should be by the end of this month. However, 
uh, given the state of affairs of the United States and the division uh, along, you know, fascistic lines and the Republican Party not believing in science, wanting to kill people, you know, a whole host of things. There are articles that are coming out, op-eds, urging people to get the vaccine. So, Jonathan, I, I-, I want to start with you. Um, you know, I now know one, two, three, four, five people that have that either currently have COVID or are getting over COVID or have just finished um, having COVID. And this is, my mother is the same. She has known several people over the last two months that have all gotten COVID. We know that it's on the rise. What are your thoughts about the booster, about education around the booster, and the fact that the last time the booster came out, According to CDC reports, only 20% of Americans got them. It was less than 20%. I think what I read was 17%. So it's, it's well, let's back up. In an ideal world, we have, an, we have an infection. We have a virus that's circulating around. It takes a long time to like formulate a, a, a vaccine. But once you have like the infrastructure of the vaccine are already built, then you're just trying to anticipate like what's this virus that's mutating 10 zillion times a second? What's the virus going to look like 10 months from now when this vaccine will become available? Um, and so um, a vaccine is never going to be like a perfect pr- protection, right? Because the even now we're seeing with COVID, the COVID is changing in a way. Um but the infrastructure of the vaccine itself is still exactly the same. And so we have so much evidence right now about the overarching safety of this vaccine, um, this vaccine uh, framework. Um, and I don't know. I mean, for me, what, what do we do about disinformation right now? I mean, the good thing about this really honestly is um, it's not like like in other in other illnesses, we need like smallpox or polio or things like that. We need like 80% of the people to have immunity or 90% or something like that, or else um, we won't have herd immunity. But with COVID, I feel like people who people who don't want to get the vaccine don't get the vaccine. You're just going to have a higher risk of more serious COVID. Um, and and it, But the crazy thing is if you look on Twitter, everybody's like, I'm not going to get the mRNA vaccine because I'm waiting for the, and then they'll say some vaccine that hasn't even been tested (laughs) that we have no idea works or something like that. And so it's just, it's a crazy world we're living in right now. We kind of keep living the same thing over and over and over. Um, I'm going to be the first guy in line when the vaccine comes out. I, I, I feel like the data is pretty clear that places that got the booster did better with health outcomes than places that didn't do the booster the inexact science part of it isn't whether or not the vaccine works it or whether it's safe or it's been tested on humans. That is a settled debate. Honestly, um, the inexact science is, is the thing that that scientists did eight months ago. Did the, how well do they predict what's going to happen um, with the COVID vaccine? The basic assumption is that we are going to be all on the chain Remember, like that. We had like the alpha beta, blah, blah, blah. The Omicron chain then was the, the dominant, and so they're just betting that we're still going to be on the same chain, um, which hopefully is going to be the case. I think early data is pretty encouraging that this vaccine 
is going to be protective against the boosters. And so I guess the only thing I can say is what I always say, which is I would urge people who want to stay safer than they would otherwise to go out and get the booster. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink that's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I just want to read a, a, a part of the an op-ed that is out right now by Mandy, Dr. Mandy Cohen uh, in the New York Times. And she says this, some viruses change over time. This coronavirus is one of them. It finds ways to evade our immune systems by constantly evolving. That's why our vaccines need to be updated to match the changed virus. Even though many Americans have been exposed to previous versions of the virus, because they've been infected, that protection decreases over time. So, Jonathan, just pause for a second. Can you speak to this idea that, well, I got a shot and I got another shot. Shouldn't I be good? Because she's expressly saying here that even though you may have been infected before and had COVID, even though you may have had these other boosters, that the protection decreases over time. I mean, we do that every year with flu, right? You had the flu last year, but then the flu changed and then you need the updated flu shot. Um, we do that with all kinds of things where we need different kinds of boosters just because you got an illness once. So the illness itself is changing, right? And again, the important point is the basic infrastructure of the vaccine isn't changing. It's just the formulation that's changing. And so the idea that you're going to go out and test this exact formulation on people for five years before you get approval is idiotic. Because by that point, it'll be another formulation of, of the illness. And so it's a kind of a cat and mouse game that we're playing. I, I'm pretty optimistic that they got it right this time. Um, but COVID changes 
continually and in ways that we we don't know. Is it going to get more severe, less severe? I mean, the the reality is to me, you know, I, I don't understand why Americans aren't as adaptable to logic, which is that to your very point, you get a flu shot every year. You don't get one flu shot at 10 years old and then you're just like, well, I, I already had one. How come I'm not covered? It's because the flu is a type of virus that changes over time, right? That learns our body and then finds different ways to get in. And that is similarly with COVID. What she also writes, Dr. Mandy Cohen in this New York Times op-ed is this. Um, from January to July 2023, 88% of deaths from COVID-19 were among people who were 65 years or older. Those with certain underlying health conditions, approximately 70% of American adults and weakened immune systems also are greater risk for younger and healthier adults. But then she said something that I think is really important that I want you to weigh in on. She says, quote, what's more, anyone who gets infected with COVID can develop long COVID. And I don't want any American to experience that if it can be avoided. Jonathan, talk to us about long COVID, which does not and did not and still continues to not receive the type of attention that it should. I mean, long COVID, it feels like every week there's a new study coming out. I mean, remember, COVID is only three years old. And so every year there's a new study coming out about uh, this chronic illness and what it does to your body. Um, particles of virus are still living in your body. It does. It looks like it has a, an effect where it's actually weakening your immune system. So you're going to not just be exhausted, but... Um, more susceptible to other kinds of different kinds of infections. And so the science is, the science takes time here. Um, but again, there are correlates in everything we know, right? People know that if you have chicken pox, the varicella voster, that, you know, the, the uh, virus, um, the, the, um, the, the chicken pox virus, um, that's a, a herpes virus lives in your body. That's why people get shingles later in their life. They don't just catch shingles from the air. They get it because the herpes virus um, is, has been living in their in their body. And there's tons of other things that, that live in our body. So it's not that foreign. It's just that, again, because this is so new and the knowledge base is, is, is evolving. And the reason I'm saying this is because there is, there is, I agree, a leap of faith here, right? I mean, you could get the virus even after you've had the vaccine. You could get long COVID even if you had the vaccine. We're still figuring it out, I still think overwhelmingly you're in a much, much, much safer place if you get the, if you get the booster. And the reason I say that in, in, with some edge is because look at what's happening in Florida where the state is basically the state attorney general and the governor of, of the entire state are rejecting the vaccine. And so what I, what I worry about are two things. Number one is that people are going to live in places where getting the vaccine isn't an option if they want it right? Getting a booster. We're, we're beyond trying to talk people into it. That's just not going to happen. Right. right. But, I, but I think the issue is people who want it should be able to get it always and they can make their choice. And so a place like Florida where the, where the Surgeon General is saying we're blocking this and we're not whatever, or we're not, you know, distributing it or funding it. That to me is the real risk because there are going to be places like Florida where there are a lot of older people or you know, I mean, we don't people. even know what how many people died in Florida because Governor yeah. DeSantis has lied about he uh, uh, lied about 
the statistics and won't and didn't release it. Right. And yeah. there was no lawsuit to pressure him to do so. So we have no idea how many people his rhetoric killed in that state over the course of COVID, but from 2020 until now. And, and, and again, that's the issue is like there's a there's an attack on science, expertise, knowledge, data, which is not letting people make an informed choice for themselves. So that's part of it. The other part is we had funding toward developing better vaccines. There are technologies, possibly um, a nasal spray vaccine that's not injected, vaccines that work against a whole family of 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 coronaviruses. So there's technology we could be developing, but we defunded the expertise, right? And so Congress didn't pass the right kind of COVID funding to be able to let us do it. So part of the reason we're in a feedback loop about this is in part about the changing nature of the virus, but it's also because um, you might remember last year, your COVID booster was free. That's not going to be the case this year. You need insurance or you're going to be paying out of pocket for it. And that's because even though this is a public health emergency, we haven't funded the research adequately and we mm-hmm. are not now funding the the rollout adequately. And so it's just, it's bad because again, we don't know. I mean, in the best of all worlds, COVID just becomes like the flu every year, which is lethal for people who are at risk, but not lethal every day. But COVID, as we've seen, also has the potential to mutate in a way that beca- can become much more lethal. And so I just feel like we're, we're at, you know, this is a canary in a coal mine kind of moment. It's highlighting to us that we're not ready. We're not investing, not just in people's attitudes, but investing in the infrastructure of science that needs to happen to, um, to really push this forward. I, I just, I really think it's a, it's an alarm bell moment, honestly, for me. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie-loving friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark. 
more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jonathan, you travel all around the world and have colleagues around the world. Can you give us some insight into how different countries are dealing with this upsurge and what different countries, maybe some for better, obviously, than what the United States has done in terms of their funding and their education? Well, it's a complicated moment because the in, the disinformation infrastructure is really powerful of, around the world. But I can tell you that if there, there are places in the world where these new variants of COVID are extolling a huge price and people would line up around the block for a week to, to, to get access to an mRNA vaccine. And so the, the privilege of us rejecting this technology um, when when it was something that many parts of the world would do anything for. Because again, as you said, herd immunity doesn't last with COVID, right? You actually need to keep getting it. And so there are many parts of the world where they don't have access to this. And and, and, and what you see is much more en- endemic illness, not just COVID, but all other kinds of illnesses. And so, um, so yes, other parts of the world are doing a better job of this. I mean, again, we've only had this booster now for a week, so we'll see what happens with, with other parts of the world. But the other issue is places where there aren't regular all kinds of vaccines have much more endemic illness. And so it's not just about COVID. It's about smallpox and measles and mumps and rubella and all the other things that kids get vaccinated for we're seeing not people not get those those um those vaccines either and then you're in a you're just not in a category with other western countries at that point you're in categories where there's a lot of endemic illness circulating and so it's not just about the covid vaccine the rest of the world at least our 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 correlate nations do a much better job of all kinds of vaccines. And what they're going to have over time is less circulating all kinds of illness. I mean, I think that at the end of the day, I don't know what the goal of the Republican Party is outside of like fascism and authoritarian rule. But I think that when you miseducate people and then you ensure their illness, right, you ensure the fact that they will remain unhealthy. I think that at the in the end, they're easier to control. Right. And I think that, you know, for me, I want to get your thoughts. But for me, that seems to be the end goal. Keep them sick. Keep them um, keep them stupid um, and keep them enraged. And that seems to be the recipe that the right is using. There's an excellent book called Dying of Whiteness that that I hear the second (laughs) version is coming out in February. And it makes that point that there's something really terrifying. It's not just about the health. It's that people are making a mortal trade-off, their life for power. When power be- power and control and owning the libs becomes the only driver, the trade-off is longevity, And right? So people are foot soldiers. They are martyrs. They are cannon fodder. All the things we've thought of at other points in time, like, because, I mean, there was a great segment on Fox News where all the people were coming out against the vaccine yesterday, and then what's her name, that amazing liberal woman on, on Fox News said, wait, all you guys got got vaccinated and they were all quiet. I mean, the elites are all getting vaccinated, but they're the the the, the lay people are are becoming the cannon fodder. And so, it's a trade-off for power that people are making. They're 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 sacrificing themselves and the question is are they going to bring us down with them? I mean, they're not going to bring me down with them because I'm going to get the goddamn vaccine. I'm going to yeah. get whatever vaccines are available because like I believe in science and I believe in health. 
But I think that when you talk about the foot soldiers and the ones that, you know, are believing uh, the lies that are being told by people who are healthy and will remain healthy, and even when they fall ill, have the means and have the kind of employment that they're able to call out, right? Like they're talking down to these folks who, you know, in many cases, uh, can't take the days off of work if they're feeling ill, can't take the days off to care for themselves or their elderly families or family members or what have you. And so the idea that then they would turn around and they all have, they're all vaccinated and healthy and well paid and have good insurance and then tell other people who believe them not to get the vaccine. It's just like, are they flipping the bill at the end of the day? But let me just push back on that a little bit because you are paying the price for it, right? You're paying the price because of the cost of getting the vaccine. You're paying the price because defunding research means that the vaccines that are available to you are going to be less effective over time than they are in places where people are actually trying to fund the actual research, right? So um, America is going to fall behind in science and, and research. And and so you're paying the price in that way. You're paying the price because there's more circulating pathogen of all kinds. Um, and so I wish it was just that like they make their choice and they die for that, which they do. Um, but it's also that we all pay the price because Public health is a communal enterprise, and when we defriend that those networks, then then we all we all pay the price. And I know you you know what I just said. No, but- I I, abso- I absolutely do. I absolutely do. And that we're living at a time when what I think and what I will do for myself doesn't actually matter, right? Because we are not community minded. That is not what this country was built on. It's not how we've ever operated. And unfortunately, we're in a time when you need to be thinking about the whole and not the individual. And that's not America's strong suit and never has been. Yeah. You know, so I will say one last thing. I know we're out of time. Mm-hmm. This is not, uh, kind of related, but how do we change course? And we can talk about it next week. There's a huge mayor election in um, in Nashville tomorrow. Um, a Trump candidate versus a progressive candidate for mayor of Nashville. I, I just filmed a video supporting Freddie O'Connell, the the incredible progressive candidate um, who's running on a platform of like rebuilding infrastructure, rebuilding health, education. So there'll be some news coming out of Nashville about, you know, Nashville obviously is a blue bubble, um, but potentially turning the tide in red states um, about some of this health infrastructure stuff. So next week we talk about the mayor election that's happening here. Um, But I just want people to note that there are some tides turning down here in the South, potentially, depending on what happens with elections like these ones. Jonathan, we will have to leave it there today. Thank you, my friend, for making the time and for giving us um, some real insight into COVID, which is not gone and is and is making a comeback. Appreciate you. Thank you. And everybody get the booster. Everyone get the booster. <laughs> That is it for me today, dear friends, on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., 
And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.